Okay, let's see if Facebook is gonna come to the fucking party today. Let's see, it looks like it's working. It looks like it's working, great. Okay, yay, we don't have to have five minutes of fucking around trying to get Facebook to work today. We can go straight into the things, which is great. Okay, why is this not coming out? Ah, work. I don't wanna over squeeze it, there we go. Hi, good morning. All right, we're up to day three of this money mindset challenge for mums in business. I have so much I wanna share with you guys today. Today, we're really starting to move into that. What does it look like to create abundance? What does it look like to actually heal some of this work? What does it look like to really start to tap in and embody that wealthy woman that you know deep down inside is possible for you? So welcome to day three of our five day challenge. And of course, the neighbor's dog has decided now it's going to start barking cool 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 it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine too cold <laughs> oh is that what happens with the lips gloss when it won't come out it's too cold maybe i should have heated up in my hands first um it but apart from that it is freezing today it is absolutely freezing today you know it's cold when i start to switch from ice caramel lattes to hot caramel lattes i feel like i don't need the weather to tell me when I go and like to go order a coffee and I say hot caramel latte, that's when we know it's starting to get too cool. All right. Okay. So I feel like my son has his hydrotherapy appointment, my three-year-old today. And I was just thinking like the last time I went there, it was like 38 degrees because it was before the school holidays. And I was in like a tiny thin summer dress and sandals. And it was so hot in there because it's an indoor pool. And then today I'm thinking, I'm like, it's going to be so cozy in there because <laughs> now it's freezing. It's like, 10 degrees, 20 degrees less than what it was a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, it's a whole new thing. My um, child's hydrotherapist will now get to see my winter outfits, which will be three outfits on rotation because decision fatigue. Anyway, day three today, we are talking about creating abundance in your life, right? So abundance and gratitude in our lives and businesses are very interlinked and intermingled and we're going to be diving into that today we're also going to be exploring where we already experience abundance and figure out how we can kind of like invite more of that into our lives so get ready because this is going to be you're going to have some serious like breakthrough moments right i actually just got off an instagram live coat that one of my coaches was doing and like i'm watching his instagram live and like i pay for private coaching right like a decent amount of money for private coaching and i'm watching her live stream which goes like free and public to everyone and i had a massive breakthrough from what she was sharing on the live stream so i'm excited for you guys to have the opportunity to have these type of breakthroughs with me as well that were no normally the type of thing that happens with my private clients all right okay let's dive in how are we going to by the way from the last two days of trainings by the way the giveaway yesterday the abundance card deck has gone to joanne um i don't have your last name at the top of my head but joanne um i will message you on instagram you have won the abundance affirmation card deck which is going out so let's get let's talk about the giveaways first let's get that out of the way abundance affirmation card deck is going to joanne which is very exciting and today's giveaway for those of you that share the training Today I'm giving away something very special that I haven't honestly, like I haven't even been bothered launching this properly. <laughs> it's out in the world. It's available. It is for sale. 
people are buying it. People have bought it. People have found it and stalked and figured it out. But I haven't publicly said, like, here's this thing. But today's giveaway, for anyone watching Nicole who shares a story and tags Sexy Selfish in it, you will get a copy of my Wealthy and Winning Abundance Affirmation Journal. This is an incredible journal. She's beastie. She's a thick bitch, right? We love a, we love a thick bitch. Um, and basically this journal every day has an affirmation. So one of my special money mindset affirmations and a journaling prompt and a space for that. And there's an education section at the beginning, which kind of helps you with what journaling is and how to do it and all that type of stuff. And then there's actually more freebies at the back of the journal as well. So that's today for people sharing on the stories. So far in this challenge, I've given away three days of private boxer coaching, which Caitlin won on the first day. Joanne yesterday for sharing on her stories and she shared a post as well, has won the Abundance Affirmation card deck. So this is a 50, I think it's a 50 card deck with Abundance Affirmations in that, extremely limited. And then today's winner, I wonder who it will be, will be getting the Wealthy and Winning journal, hard copy, very exciting. This is worth, I think I've seen some stores selling it for around $100. I've seen one store selling this for $160, including shipping. So yeah, someone will be getting this bad boy for free, which is really exciting because it's a big book. She's a thick book. This, If you do it every single day, this will give you six months of affirmations and six months of journaling prompts. So it's pretty special. This is what gets sent out to my private clients when they start to work with me. And yeah, worth someone, some, some book stars, some wholesalers are selling this for up to $160. So yeah, giving away one of them today. All you have to do to win is share, um, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Yeah. Share a screenshot or a photo or something of you watching the, the trainings over the five days. If you share something and tag sexy selfish in the next 24 hours, you go in the drawer to win the journal. And then we basically just put the names into a randomizer. Um, and yes, we've given away two things already. Uh, three days of Oxer coaching to Kayla on the first day. Joanne got a pack of the Abundance Affirmation card decks and I'm giving away the copy of the journal today. So every day has a new giveaway, which is really cool. All right. Anyway, let's get stuck into what I want to share with you guys today. Um, if you have any questions around money mindset, please ask. This is what the comments are for. Like, please let me know if you have a question around money mindset, <laughs> around manifestation, around manifesting money, around shifting your energy of money. Let me know. That's what the comments are here for. I love answering questions. I'm a generator and I just love answering questions. That's what's really important to me. So if you have a question for me, let me answer it. That is my genius zone. All right. So first topic we're going to talk about today is cultivating gratitude and abundance in your life. So I have a pretty amazing marriage. I do. But there's definitely been some times over the years where things have got really tricky, where things have got complicated, where things have not been great. And I spent so long in my head going, how can I make my husband change? How, how can I make him more thoughtful? How can I make him be better at like helping around the house how can i do all this stuff because you, you guys see my amazing relationship today it wasn't always like that there was definitely a, a point in my life where i got up and i made him breakfast then he went to work and i packed his lunch and i made cookies for all the boys that at his workplace and he came home and he got a beer and sat on the couch and i cooked dinner and did the dishes and there was very much this like st stereotypical 1950s housewife situation which is very different from what it is today but the point is i tried so hard to get him to change 
and it just I got to the point where I threw my hands up in the air and I'm like well this clearly isn't working the nagging the yelling trying to change anything wasn't working um and I'd been kind of started to do this work with the money stuff with my money mindset work and that was great like my, I might have only had two dollars in the bank account but I was saying I'm so grateful for that two dollars I was appreciating this is the, the core of it I was appreciating what I had while working towards what I wanted and so I was doing it with my money. I was doing it with my business. I was even doing it with my friends. I thought, why don't I try that with my partner, with my husband too? So instead of thinking about all the things I wanted him to change and all the areas in life where he was letting me down and I was feeling upset and pissed off about, I started to, every night in my gratitude journal, I used to have this little book. It cost me $2 from Cheapest Chips. Um, it had like a hard cover and then these really thin pages inside because it was cheap. And I'd have it next to my bed and every single night before I go to bed, I would make sure I wrote three things I was grateful for. And I would always make sure to share my gratitude for my husband, the little things he did do, the things I was really grateful for. He's a great dad. He knows where the G spot is. He kissed me the minute he came home from work and made sure we had a couple of minutes to talk about our day before he went into the stuff he needed to do. I, every day I started to really focus on the things I was grateful for in my relationship, focus on the things I appreciated about my husband. Please note, husband and money here, completely interchangeable in this example. Um, you know what I mean? Like the language is completely interchangeable. <laughs> I'm not gonna like trade my husband for money. But the more I started to show gratitude for him, the more he stepped up. The more he started shifting, the more he started changing, the more appreciative I felt, the more I chose to see the good in him, the, the better and even better and even better he became. And so it's the same thing with money. When I encourage my clients in the morning, every single morning when they make their morning coffee, whatever time that might be, because I know some of you bitches are chugging this at five o'clock in the morning. And then there's someone like me who's like really tries to make sure I don't have coffee till 10 o'clock. Like you got to eat something. You don't have something in your stomach first, Shona, because if I caffeinate, caffeinate first anything else, I will just caffeinate all day. My 20 years of eating disorder, it's like, you can run on coffee, bitch. I'm like, no, I can't. So I don't let myself have coffee till 10 a.m. now. But whenever I have my morning coffee, I check my bank accounts. And when I open my bank accounts, no matter what is in there, no matter what is in there, if it is $150,000, I've opened my bank account to that before. If it is 200, uh, sorry, $200, I've opened that before. If it's $2.75 and it's not enough to buy toilet paper, I've opened it for that before. If it is in the minus figures and you've overdrawn, I've opened it to that before. I would still open my bank account every single day and take a moment to just sit with it and be like, I'm not letting this mean anything about me, about my goodness, my rightness as a person, my worthiness, my capacity to learn and grow and change these amounts. But I'm opening my bank account every single day and I'm grateful for what I have while I'm working towards what I want. And it's a part of that building and nurturing your relationship with money. And that comes from expressing gratitude for what you have while you know there's still things you want. Because if you're opening, you're like you're in a relationship with money, right? You're in a relationship with money. Are you treating that money that are you treating money the way you would treat your best friend like a nurturing positive relationship i care about you i you know you're an important part of my life um i'm gonna answer your calls and i'm gonna call and check in with you or are you treating money like a fuck boy <laughs> or like you're being a fuck boy to money where you're like money's not in my life money tries to get to you through like work and, and different things and opportunities you're like no i'm not paying attention to that i don't need you right now and then at two o'clock in the morning 
when you're online shopping and there is no money, you're opening your bank accounts and being like, so you want to come around? Money, you want to come and hang out with me now? It's two o'clock in the morning. You're trying to booty call your money. You're going to have this toxic relationship where you're not interested in it and you don't want to know about it and you're ignoring it. And then you're like stage five clinger, like, should you move in? Do you want to get married? So if your relationship around money is toxic, we're not creating any feelings of safety around money. And if you treated money the way you treated like a toxic best friend, or if you're being a fuck boy to it, do you think money would want to hang around and be in your life and support you and take care of you? Of course not. It would run in the opposite direction and want nothing to do with you, right? Your, your clingy energy or your neglectful energy, your toxic energy is just like radiating out and pushing away money from your life, right? So let's run back to gratitude. Uh, Renee, love listening to you. I love listening to you too. <laughs> I love listening to your books and read like, well, not listening, but reading your books and listening to your words and hearing you speak as well. There's magic in words, isn't there? Okay. So how does this translate, right? Cultivating a mindset of gratitude and abundance has a positive impact on your financial success as a woman. I guess that's if we would like to bundle it down into a sentence. So when you focus on what you have rather than what you lack, that's where you shift out of this like not enough energy and you can shift into this more positive and abundant perspective because that's what we think abundance is like, well, I'll feel abundant when I'm head to toe in Dior and it's like, no, you feel abundant now and then the Dior comes into your life and it's no big deal. That's the thing people aren't talking about, right? Let me share this with you guys. I um, got a big contract for my design company last year. And as a kind of like treat to myself, I went and brought two Prada handbags. It wasn't a really big deal for me. It just, it wasn't like, I'm not saying this to be like a, a wanker, but I got a really big contract. I was really proud of myself. This was a massive step up in my business. This was the point where we had to go and register for GST, had to switch into a company model, had to do a lot of different stuff really quickly. And it was quite stressful. And I'm just like, you know, it's, I'm going to treat myself. So I ordered these handbags online. They came, I wore them out. I did my thing and it just kind of like, wasn't a big deal for me. This is after five years of money mindset work. This is after normalizing wealth and abundance to the point, yeah, where two part of handbags came in and it didn't feel like a big deal. And then I posted a little reel of a video. And I think what I'd done is I'd gone to Lush, the bath bomb store in the city, which is like, that's like, that's fancy for me. Okay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like Prada handbags aren't fancy, but buying Lush bath bombs are. And I think that's because we're like, okay, sorry, Siri, chill out. Um, because I, it's like going into the city. If I'm, if I'm saying to myself, like, I'm going to go into the city to buy bath bombs, just bath bombs. I don't need to go for a meeting. There's not a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment. I need to go. Like, I'm just going to go buy bath bombs. It's a two hour trip. Like that's like fancy. <laughs> that's how I've made it in my life. A two hour trip to buy some bath bombs, fucking made it. Prada handbag, not interested. It's like, whatever, not a big deal. Um, so I went and got these bath bombs and I took this little video of me putting, I think it was like the Lush bag on the seat, but my one of my pr new Prada bags, like my black one was in my hand when I put it down. And I was kind of putting it down as like, oh, I went to Lush, like today's vibe is treat yourself. My inbox was flooded with, oh my God, your new bag. Did you just soft launch your new handbag? And I was like, I've had this for ages, guys. I'm like the bath bombs. It was the bath bombs, <laughs> right? It was such a weird experience to me because I 
when it's normal, when you have normalized wealth, when I'm grateful and I've used the $5 Kmart handbag just as often as I use the $3,000 Prada handbag, like the, my mindset was so in place that it was normal. I'm grateful for both of them, but you feel so grateful and abundant that it doesn't matter, right? So when you focus on what you have rather than what you lack, you shift your money mindset toward a more positive and abundant perspective. So to cultivate gratitude, here's what I did. And this is what I've been doing for actually the past seven years. So even before I became sexy selfish, I was doing this anyway. I, I was doing this gratitude work as I keep a little diary next to my bed. And yes, you can go to Kmart, you can buy a fancy one, you can do this, you can do that. I started with a $2 journal that had the thinnest paper ever because it was just it was little too. It was little. So I didn't start with a big book like the Wealthy Winning Journal that you guys can win today as well. I didn't start with something this size because that felt overwhelming. I started with something little so I could just write down three little things quick at the end of every day that I was grateful for. And so that's what I did every single day. I still do it today. There's still a journal next to my bed. I might not always write it down. Sometimes my husband and I talk about it verbally. Every night at the dinner table, my kids sit around and we have dinner together and we say, what was the best part of your day? Even if on the rare occasion we're between like one kid has to be at cheerleading, one kid has to be at basketball practice and, you know, Aaron and I are dropping off kids and passing each other in the car like this and we might be eating on the, on the courts of the basketball or we might be having like KFC in the car somewhere um, and we'll still sit in that group and be like, what's the best part of your day? That was actually one of the first sentences my three-year-old said with his speech today. He's like, Eric, best part of your day. So it was so cute. So there's always this calling back to gratitude. Like I'm so grateful for the house I am in now. I'm so grateful for it every single day. I could live here for the rest of my life and be happy. I'm so grateful for it. I also have a plan for our next house. Like, so when you're constantly looking around, you're like, my life's a piece of shit. I just want to get to the next stage already. That energetic disalignment becomes like an op, like that repelling magnet to actual true abundance, right? So you've got to make gratitude a daily habit. So this can be as simple as like listing through things you're grateful for at the end of the day, keeping a gratitude journal, just sharing with your family what was the best part of your day, whatever it is. Um, going in like in my membership, the Sexy Selfish Elite membership, we actually on Friday have a post thread with like share, let's celebrate, best part of your week, what are you feeling grateful for? And I love, my favorite part of a Friday is sitting down and reading all those comments. So once you do this, you will start to notice your life gets in a lot better. Our life gets a lot better. Gratitude is the magnet. Gratitude is the key. Gratitude is the catalyst for all of this. So when you focus on what you're grateful for, you start to attract more abundance into your life. And let's just switch it to abundance because abundance comes in so many different ways. When you're thinking about like the only way I can achieve this is money through the Stripe account linked to my business, you miss so many opportunities. You miss so many freebies. You miss so many like ways that money can come into your life in like other areas. You miss so many opportunities, which is true abundance is when you've got opportunities and choice. So how does that sound? Make sense, guys? I'm gonna dive into the next topic, but I just wanna check questions first. Uh, Renee. Do you think or have tips for how, for kind of how long it takes to move out of your scarcity mindset if you've come or from or grown up in that realm? Right? Yeah. Um, I don't think it is the work that is ever finished. There is never like an arrival of, oh, I'm healed. Oh, I never will stress about money again. Oh, I'm completely fixed. 
complete I had a money block come up this morning that I realized triggered message my coach about did some work on and then completely randomly had a breakthrough on a completely separate trigger topic <laughs> so it's like the work is the work is never done there is no arrival point where you're healed and done money mindset work is an evolution it takes practice it's the lifestyle change you know anyone can be like i'm going to do a 10-day juice cleanse detox and lose some weight but we know it doesn't last the results don't last so you can feel really abundant if you dedicate and um, these practices and these devotions to money mindset work every single day for months but if you stop using it it's like a certain hair care product you know it will repair your hair to a certain extent or it can fix the particular problem that you're having and you use it for six months and then you stop using it and the results may last for another month or two but eventually like if you completely switched off when I never have to do this work, I never have to use that particular product again, chances are the original issue may still pop back up. So it's recognizing that there is no arrival, there is no done. And for like, this is what's really important when I teach Abundant as Fuck, which is my six part program, runs over six weeks. But the theme of that whole thing is these are your foundational pieces that you will carry with you for the rest of your life. This is the work. I want to give you the tools and systems and structure and then it's so important to me with that program to offer lifetime access. So, for example, that program is about to run again starting Tuesday next week. Um, yeah, so you guys heard that first. That's very exciting. Um, and basically one of the first things we do when that program is about to launch is I go back to all the women who have ever done it from 2018 and they all get a message. Hey, the round's happening again. If this is your time, if you need to tap back into this work, if you want sorry, the community around the space right now, if there's more work for you to do, please join us. Like there is lifetime access to this work is so, so, so important to me um, because it is it is evolving and it is unending. It is, it is an evolution of work that you go through. It is awareness in your daily life. There's never a part where the work is done, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I I think there, it would be irresponsible of me to give you a timeline or a projection on how long it takes um, because it's different for everyone as well. Like it's so, com so complex and so different. I've got clients who had, you know, one very specific financial trauma. So for example, that their, their father went bankrupt and left the family when they were seven and the financial trauma that that caused. And then I've got clients with stuff that we've been working together for a year and we've just starting to unravel the layers of some deeper hidden stuff around their money around. It, it can be a lot more complex and intertwined. It might not be one simple thing. So I would say your like treatment plan estimate is like anyone battling a mental health condition. I have um, an eating disorder. I've battled anorexia for 20 years. I will never not have anorexia. I have tools and structures, structures and I can say I'm in recovery for anorexia rather than in active treatment for anorexia, but it will always be there and it will pop up in times of stress and I will have to deal with it and it will rear its ugly head and I will have to use the tools and strategies that I know to put it back in its box, but I will never not have that. It will always be a part of me. It will either be a part that I manage and aware of and work through or it will be a part of me that I let rule my entire life but it's never gone. Does that make sense? I hope that answers that question. Um, gratitude and affirmations for money daily will help, but is there a whole lot more work to do too? Yes, oh my God. Okay, so there is a whole lot more work to do. I've literally written two books on the whole lot more work. 
And there was a reason that I put this book out first, Goodbye Money Guilt, because this is the subconscious stuff. This is the, what did my childhood look like with money? Where do those limiting beliefs come from? How do I move and heal and move past them? The forgiveness work, the deep inner subconscious work. This is the book that came out first in 2020. And this is why I, I, the people, the publishing houses that I was talking to wanted to do one book. And one of the reasons I decided to self-publish because I was like, no, it has to be two because you, this work and this work is very different. They're for different stages. So the goodbye money good work is the subconscious stuff. And then this is the book with like daily rituals. So my friend Sandra came up with the tagline, simple rituals to be more confident with money and wealth. So this is all like the surface level stuff you can do. So there is obviously so much more work to do with this. <laughs> I'm still doing the work myself. Money mindset coach, been helping women with this all over the world for the past five years. Still, every couple of weeks have money triggers come up, things that I need to process and work through. So the work isn't done. <laughs> it's never done. Um, yeah, affirmations and gratitude is a part of it. It's not the whole part and it will never be the whole part. And Renee, it does. Thank you so much. I'm glad. I'm glad that helped. Thank you so much for asking a question as well. I love answering questions. Okay. So let's talk a little bit. And once I say like a little bit about abundance blocks and how to overcome them, because there's literally a whole book written on this. And in the book, I obviously it's a book that you read in your own time. So I have in the book the capacity to go into the limiting block around i don't believe i'm enough and here are the action steps you can take to work through that and the limiting block and belief of debt is bad and here are the action steps you can take to overcome them in this space over the five days that i want to work with you guys i want to give you a kickstart for you to then go oh this is something i should work on this is an area that i could identify i need a bit of support and help around and here are some resources where you can get that support and help yeah so it makes sense <laughs> All right, so abundance blocks are the subconscious beliefs that limit your ability to attract abundance and financial success. So these blocks for women, I find, are often related to money, related to success, and all these other areas of life. And you've got to remember, like, we're at the point in history, was it 1974 was the year where women was, were able to actually get a credit card under their own name for the first time. 1974. So it's like 50 years. We've only had access to credit for 50 years. Like, bef like there's, a, there's a reason there's all these stereotypes and all this stuff still holding to us around women like jewelry and women are high maintenance and women are like sparkly things. And that's like, because back in the day, if we got stuck and our husband left us or whatever happened and we were kicked down on the street, jewelry was an asset that we could liquidate to have money because we weren't allowed to hold our bank accounts because we weren't allowed like everything was in our husband's or our parents name or like as women we didn't have a lot of leverage so we had sparkly things that then we could liquidate so the the era of women having money having access to the opportunities that we have access to today is really new like in the perspective of human beings existing and existing in this way, like the Homo sapiens, like how we look at things, the the women having money is a very, very small chunk. Women feeling safe with money is even smaller because there's all this subconscious stuff still holding there of women are being high maintenance with money. You know, if women earning money 
like let's go back to 300 years and that was still like a woman who earned money <laughs> she was a prostitute you know what i mean so there's all this stuff and they say like our bodies hold trauma our body remembers for like three generations take three generations to heal from this type of work so we are at the generation where we're still figuring out what it looks like for women to hold money in this way for us to feel safe being a wealthy woman there's all this subconscious stereotypes bias it's still lingering right so when we have these blocks that are related to money success other areas of life they really do like keep a lid on us because they're trying to keep us safe because we don't know what it looks like for women to feel safe and wealthy yet right this is the generation where i believe we will change that narrative um but i can't do it alone so that's why i'm here sharing this with you all today so some common abundance blocks include like the things around fear and guilt guilt sorry doubt i tried to say doubt and guilt at the same time and said guilt good job shona guilt doubt and the limiting beliefs around like i'm not smart enough i'm not pretty enough there's this like boss babe image online if you're a successful female entrepreneur that means where you wear red bottom shoes and a pink blazer and you have the hair extensions right there's this this image there is there's an image i have the red bottom shoes they are the most horrible painful shoes i've ever had in my entire life i never wear them i've been so close so many times to chucking them in the donation bin at my local salvos because they're just i can't wear them the only point I would have for my red bottom shoes is to literally put them on for a photograph to be a wanker and then take them off and put them back in the box in my cupboard. I hate the red bottom shoes. They're horrible. This image that we hold of successful women needing a blazer and, you know, wearing these things and saying these things and, and being that girl boss is just, I, I don't know if it's doing us more harm than good. But anyway, <laughs> so how do you actually identify your blocks? I would love to say you just sit down, you listen to this one meditation track and you journal for an hour and that will give you everything. You just write every limiting belief you've ever had down on a piece of paper and then that will heal you. But it doesn't work like that. Sometimes we don't know we've got blocks until we've got blocks. Sometimes we don't know we've got a limiting belief around money until something pops us and our great grandma asks us how we're doing with the interest rates and we just want to push her over and tell her to fuck off and then you realize like oh i've got some shit there to deal with so what this really comes down to is an element of self-awareness to have enough self-awareness and mindfulness and presentness to pay attention to your thoughts and feelings around things like money around things like success if you're scrolling instagram and someone starts posting about what I learned from my 100K month. And your instant third is like, fucking liar. Uh, it's having the awareness to go like, Phew, okay, that was unnecessarily judgmental of me. This is clearly triggering something in myself. Where is this coming from? What do I believe? Okay, there's probably something in me that says if she has a 100K month, why that means I can't have it too. Limiting belief, let's journal on this. Let's work deeper into it. So it's a level of self-awareness and journaling can help it can help i've literally got whole journal with prompts that will help you do shadow work around money with intention around abundance with intention 
but nothing helps more than the element of self-awareness. Then you surrounding yourself by money mindset work consistently. Then you being in communities where this is a regular topic of conversation. So when things pop up, because they do, they pop up all the time. I've done triggers work this week where stuff's popped up after five years of this work, it still pops up for me. You notice when you have the negative sort of feeling and you try to identify the underlying beliefs. The way that I visualize this for myself, I don't know if anyone remembers the, the Visit Melbourne or Visit Victoria ad that was on TV probably 10 years ago. And it was this woman pushing a big red ball of string around Melbourne. And somehow that was meant to signify tourism and make you buy tickets to go visit Melbourne. But this visual of her like with this big ball of string and she's pushing it around the streets, rolling the string around everywhere. But my visual is kind of like that in reverse. When I notice a limiting belief pop up, it's like a little red thread pops up in my vision and I close my eyes and mentally I start pulling on the thread. Like, where is this coming from? I'm going to find that ball of string that's buried somewhere in my subconscious. Where is it coming from? All right, this is how I feel about wealthy women. I feel jealous. I feel triggered. I hate that they have it. I wonder why I can't have it. I feel like they're a bad person. And I just keep pulling the red string and going back further and further and further in this to identify the root. Oh, I have problems with wealthy, successful women because my mum had this friend in high school that suddenly got a really great job and really successful. And then she stopped hanging out with my mum. And then my mum was always bitching about her and saying that money changes people and that really wealthy people are really horrible and evil and you should always stay away from them. And that little experience overhearing that conversation when I was eight has led me to now judge all the wealthy, successful women thinking that they're horrible people. You know what I mean? So you pull the red string until you figure out where it comes from. And it would be lovely and neat if it was always like one experience that it happened. <laughs> I remember my coach asking me, she's like, can you remember your parents, like the first time you overheard your parents arguing about money? And I'm like, there's like 20,000 times and you want me to identify the one that gave me the trigger point? Like there's a lot of them, right? So I would love to say it's lovely and neat, but it's not. It's often a lot more complicated. But once you identify that underlying belief, where does it actually come from? Like I'm feeling jealousy. Why am I feeling jealous? Because I don't feel enough because I've been told my whole life that I'm not living up to my attention, whatever it is. Once you figure out who triggers you, why do they trigger you? Once you've identified those abundance blocks, then you can work to overcome them. The most important step here is the awareness. The second step here is self-compassion. When you have this trigger pop up, being able to go like, okay, I can acknowledge that that is my subconscious trying to protect me. That is my default setting programming. I'm choosing not to berate myself about this and choosing to choose differently moving forward. So this is when you can work through affirmations, visualization. It's like when you go to the checkout and you're in the supermarket line and your kid wants a kid a surprise. I want a kid a surprise. I want a kid a surprise, but you've got just enough to get the nappies, wipes and chicken breasts. Like I want a kid a surprise. I want a kid a surprise. And you just turn around and you'd be like, we can't afford it. Shut the up and just behave. <laughs> and if we get home, you can watch Coco Melon, but then no, not Coco Melon because that show is fucking evil. But you know what I mean? Like you, you just say, we can't afford it. And it's like the default setting. And then you take a breath and then you remember what I've taught you and you say, I'm sorry. It's just that mommy has prioritized the money for this stuff, which we really need right now. 
and then maybe we can get a kinder surprise next time so you know what there's like default setting and then there's the setting you choose there are the default words that come out of us in times of stress and anxiety and then there are the words that we choose and the key is choosing the new one over and over and we don't get it right all the time choosing the new one over and over and over again and after years of this work that i've been doing when the kids ask why can't we go to bounce for a third time during the school holidays I can say because I've prioritized that money for your basketball clinic, for the $3,000 trip to Sydney for your cheerleading competitions. I can, the, like the choose differently then becomes the default, but it takes time and consistency. And that is the hard bit. Cause all this is actually really fucking simple. I'm not going to say it's easy cause it's not, but it's simple. And what is easy and simple to do is also really easy not to do because it requires consistency. And that's the hard bit. Yeah. How is this? Is this landing in the right place for everyone? Please let me know too. I feel like I've just gone a little bit deeper than I really intended to, <laughs> to be honest. It's like, I'm going to keep it super, super light and surface level for everyone just coming into this work. And then I'm just like, no, bam, we're going right in. I'm going to blow your mind. Hold the fuck on, right? Okay, so let's talk about the next step which is visualizing and manifesting your financial goals. So gratitude is super important. Um, Lydia, we're working really hard to explain, yes, you can go to camp. However, that it may mean that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and we're having the same conversation, <laughs> same conversations. I think I mentioned this on day one, actually, like when a school camp comes out and you budget a certain amount and a school camp's like three times the price. And you've got two kids going and you're like, oh, there's my budget gone to shit for that, for that particular activity. But it's having conversations with your kids, not from the place of scarcity. It's, it's that place of abundance. And it's like, as an adult and being a functioning human in society, you have to make choices. And that's all it comes down to. Everyone makes different choices, right? So visualizing and manifesting your financial goals. This is an important part of it. Because if you can't clearly see the vision of where you want to go, if you do not have a clear goal set for your future, where the fuck are you going? Where are you going? How can you make decisions for the now if you don't know where you're going? Like I mentioned yesterday in the example, it's like, I'm just going to go to Perth. So I'll just start driving west-ish and at some point I'll get there is a very different feeling to... I'm going to set the GPS and make sure I have enough water and fill out my fuel and text my family to make sure that they know where I'm going just in case anything happens. Like it's a very different situation, right? And there are times in life where you do just like, let's go on an adventure. Let's go for a random drive and see where we end up. But your full life plan, what happens if you just like random drive your way into a ditch and you don't know how to get out? So visualizing and manifesting are powerful tools for achieving financial goals, especially as women in business. That very masculine energy in business is like, give me a to-do list, give me the blueprint, give me a goal and I'm going to get it done. I'll map it out. I'll take the steps. But for women, especially women trying to, or, or naturally in that more feminine energy or trying to embody that more feminine energy, we need the feelings and emotions attached to it. Otherwise it feels completely fucking pointless, right? And I'm saying this without a lot of experience because I am naturally more in my masculine when it comes to my business. Actually, me stepping into my feminine is really hard. It is something I'm working on. It's something I've been actively working on for years. It's something I'm excited to teach 
other women as I'm learning and navigating this, like how to actually tap more into that feminine energy when you are a masculine driven, ambitious woman. But anyway, I digress. So when you visualize your desired outcome and when you have that vision so clear, your decision-making in today, in the now becomes a lot easier and you can align your thoughts and your actions with that outcome. Because here's what happens. If you win the lottery, but your financial mindset is like still a broke bitch. And you win the lottery and suddenly you've got $1.3 million, which used to feel like a lot when I was a kid. Like like 1.3 million. I knew people that won the lottery twice. They won a million the first time, 1.3 million the next time. One That just felt like an unfathomable amount of money. Now I have friends selling their houses for 2 million and 1.3, it just feels like fucking nothing. Anyway, your mindset's here, you're a broke bitch, you can't afford more than noodles for lunch. Suddenly you have $1.3 million. Unless you work very quickly to raise your wealth frequency, raise your feelings of safety with money, raise your money mindset, raise your feelings and emotions and and education around money to meet that point, 1.3 million, it will go. So what normally happens is broke bitch gets a lot of money. Oh, we self-sabotage to bring the money back down. Like whatever your mindset is, is what you're an energetic match for. So there is a direct relation between your bank account and your mindset, your bank account, your level of personal development, your bank account, and the way you feel about money. It's directly related. They're like magnets. So if you have a lot of money, but your mindset's down here, self-sabotage will happen and something will happen for that money to go away. Whether you spend it all, whether it gets taken up in fines and fees, whether you do the wrong thing and it gets taken from you, whatever it is, we will, the universe will find a way to get rid of that money and bring you back down to this point. Likewise, if you can raise your money mindset up, if you can raise your wealth frequency, if you can have a better relationship with money, if you can educate yourself to the point where, <laughs> this is the point where I'm at now, I'm in a leap again now, and I'll see something that's like, oh, it's $30 to work on this particular thing, area of your business. And I'm like, cool, that sounds great. I'm ready to invest in that. And I look at my bank account for this week and go like, bitch, you, like the reality isn't matching up because mentally I'm here and my bank account's like coming up to meet me. So the reason why people who win the lottery, 97% of them end up broker than before is because their mindset's here, their bank accounts change, but no, that nothing else has changed with it. So the money will come back down. Whereas you see women in business recognizing that money mindset work is something important, recognizing that they have work to do here and they can kind of see every time they make money because it somehow disappears. They have a really great month and then the next month's rubbish. They have their biggest sales week ever and then the clients like opts out two weeks after. And they can realize, oh, if I start doing this work, and sometimes it takes a little bit, and then the money rushes in. This was me for years, 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 years doing the work and raising it up bit by bit to match it. And I've now got like this gap like this where I'm like, financially, I'm here. Mentally, I'm here. <laughs> My bank account's like, we're getting there. You know what I mean? So the visualizing, if you're not clearly, if you don't know where you're going, if you can't hold a vision right now in your head of the most successful version of you, the most abundant, the most wealthy, the most happy, the most joyful, if you can't hold that vision right now, where's your map of where to go you haven't got a map to go up like this you've got a map to like we don't know where the fuck we're going we'll just stay in circles and make it really messy right so to visualize your financial goals you need to get it clear 
and specific picture of what you want to achieve. And I had this, my husband, this is about June last year. He was doing vision boards. He just quit his job and started, I'm sorry, it was about August actually. Just quit his job. He's starting to work out on his own. He started creating another vision board. We do this every now and again, but he really, this was self-led. He started doing it. And he came in and he's like, what do you want? I'm just like, I want more money. He's like, no, no, really? What does your future look like? And I was like, don't you coach me. Thank you. But he pushed. And he's like, what does it look like? What does the dream kitchen look like? What's on the floor? And I couldn't. And I was like, I'm in the middle of something, babe. And he made me come out and sit at the kitchen bench while he was cooking dinner and specifically go through the dream home. What does the tapware look like? What food's in the fridge? What's the flooring in the garage? Not just the dream car and what the leather is on the inside. What is the flooring in the garage? How, what's the weight of the door? How heavy does it feel when you open the garage to come into the mudroom? What plants are in the garden? When the sunlight comes through, my husband's brilliant at this. When the sunlight comes through the lounge room and you're sitting having your three o'clock coffee, because yes, I'm that bitch that can have a coffee late at night and still go to sleep. Hello, ADHD. He's like, what does it feel like? What, what trees are we planting? Like, and he helped me that day get the vision so clear that mentally I was already there. And when the vision is so clear, it's so easy to make decisions in my life today. It is so easy to tap back into that. It is so easy to know exactly where I'm going. And you have to use all of your senses to imagine what it will look like. That's when it becomes so real in your head that I can close my eyes right now and go there. And it doesn't matter that I'm sitting in my office, in my current home. It doesn't matter about any of that stuff because here's the thing. Once upon a time, I was sitting in my old house where I didn't have an office and worked from a laptop on my bed with the horrible, most horrible yellow colored walls through the whole house and shitty skirting boards that we never finished when we laid the floorboards when I was 38 weeks pregnant with my first and a crappy kitchen and an oven that was just hot. Like in my shitty house, I would sit on my bed with my laptop and I would visualize this moment right here, right now, so clearly where one day I have a Prada handbag and the books that I've written on a shelf and the desk in front of me. And I created pictures on a vision board with this computer and like these books and this diary and that ring light and the window and the, like, it's crazy to me. I can literally go back and look at my vision boards and they are exactly what I have in my life now. And even on the old bed with my old laptop that had shitty battery life, I would sit there and I would feel like I am right now. It would feel so real to me. So I know sitting here right now, closing my eyes and going into the visualization of my dream house with the industrial like heating through it and with the heated concrete floors and the smart house where I can preheat the oven from my phone 20 minutes away. I can close my eyes and I can see it so clearly. I can feel it so clearly. I can smell it so clearly that it's almost like I tap straight into that reality, that timeline. And I know because of evidence over the last 32 years of my life, whatever goal I set, I achieve. Whatever I visualize, whatever I put on a vision board, I get. It never happens in the way I thought, ever. And it never happens in the timeline that I put on it, ever. But I always get what I want, right? So if you're listening to this and being like, okay, so I can visualize and manifest my goals, whatever. That's you're so full of shit, Shana. Where in your life have you set a goal and achieved something? 
because you've already done this. You've already done this before so many times. You just haven't realized it yet. Everything you've ever got first you wanted. So why do you think it's going to be different moving forward? Right? You got to take action too. Always. You don't just sit here and be like, I'm just going to think about my dream house and it will magically turn up. It doesn't work like that. You have to take movement to forward. You have to take inspired action towards it. But the whole, that whole point is how can you take inspired action if you don't know where you're going? How can you take inspired action if you don't know how much you actually want to earn? So many times I start private coaching with a client. I'm like, okay, so what's your income goals for this quarter? What's, how does that month, how does that look like? You know, what you're paying yourself personally out of your company? What, how do you want to increase? And they're like, oh, I don't, I just want to make more money. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Let's get really clear on it, right? Because then once you know the end, you can reverse engineer everything else there. Right, you've got to take action towards your goal. But there is an element of trust and knowing that the universe is on your side. I know that sounds so fluffy bullshit, but it is. It is. There's a whole, actually, the last chapter in Hello Abundance about how I manifested the house that I'm in today. I don't have time to share that with you guys. I, go read it. Go read it. Because there is no way in hell it makes any sense in reality how I got this house. How I got this house. I went from homeless to this house. And it achieved every single thing I've ever set on a list of the house that I wanted. And there is no, like, you can't even, it's like a movie script. You can't even write this shit up. Yeah. Okay. So here's the other thing. Well, you need to have the clear vision because the fact is you don't actually want the money. Yeah, I said that. You don't actually want the money, right? You might say, I want $20,000. Okay, so the universe just dumps right now, like a hole opens up in the ceiling, white light comes through ah, and dumps $20,000 in cash on your counter in a glass box. You can't touch it. You can't spend it. You can't use it for anything. It just sits there. You've got $20,000, tick, done. That's when you realize, oh, well, okay. You don't actually just want the money. Because what is it like having it in your bank account? What does it signify for you? Even if someone's like, I want $20,000, it gets into your bank account, but you can't touch it. Even at that level, it's, it gives you something, but what it gives you isn't money. $20,000 locked in a bank account that you can't touch or use would still give you a sense of security and certainty. And once you know that, it becomes really clear that you don't want the money. You want to feel secure and you want to feel certain. And you don't actually want the money to buy the car, you want the Range Rover so you can drive down the street and have people turn and look at you and think she must be super successful. Oh, I just want to be like her, right? I wanted a Jeep Wrangler. I got my dream car, Jeep Wrangler, because yes, I watched Clueless as a kid and I went, I'm having one of them. I got my dream car. It's a whole thing. I manifested it exactly what I want. I got to the point where I hated driving it. <laughs> it's the shittest car ever to park. It didn't even have Bluetooth, so every time I had to get in, I have to put my phone, plug it into a cord that would then go to the, the dash and then put my phone in, like, this little tray that was at the top. And every time if I turned the corner too fast, my phone would fly across the car attached to this cord. Thank God it was attached to the cord because if I had the windows down, my phone would go flying and nearly out the window. So I got to the point, I'm like, I have a cool car. I have a car that turns head. I have a car that girls... Young girls, like in high school, when I pull up at the traffic lights near the high school, they're like, I love your car. Look at that car. It's so cool. 
I don't have the roof off and people just think I'm awesome. But that was the thing. I wanted to feel awesome. I wanted to feel super cool because I was like a mum of three kids, but I drove a Jeep, so I'm still cool. I'm not, I'm not a regular mum. I'm a cool mum. And But I was also had anxiety about parking it anywhere, anxiety about driving. I couldn't drive into the city because it was too high for undercover car parks. So once I was honest with myself, I'm like, I have this car because I want to feel cool. <laughs> I didn't actually want the car. And so that's why knowing the feelings that money will give you. I want to have money so I can buy fancy lingerie, honey burdette, agent provocateur, whatever it is. You don't actually want the money. You don't actually want the lingerie. You want the feeling of sexy. You want the feeling of confident. You want the look in your husband's eyes when you like drop the dressing gown and that's what you're wearing underneath. And the reality is you can actually achieve that feeling without the money and without the lingerie. Because Charlie, if you just like did the road drop with nothing on, it would get the same like reaction from your husband, 100%. If I wrap myself in newspaper or like fish and chip paper, and did, did the drop like the road drop? I'm sure he would have the same reaction. You know what I mean? Like so, once you realize it's not the money that you want, and it's not the things that you want, it's the feelings and emotions that they give you, and that's what's so important. So if you have your visualization, if you have the goals that you're setting, they need to have feelings and emotions attached to them to make all of this work, right? So lean into that, and then this is another thing. I'm going. I'm going to run over time today. Fuck. I've been doing so well. Can you tell I'm having fun? Um, <laughs> so the big trick is the money that you want, the feelings and emotions and associations that you get from those experiences. How you manifest faster is being like, okay, so I want the money so I can have the lingerie so I can feel sexy and confident. How can I feel sexy and confident today? What would actually make me feel sexy and confident today? So you want to feel sexy, go and put on my Spotify playlist that went viral on TikTok. 17,000 people use that playlist to have sex to and feel sexy. Um, it's called Power and Passion on Spotify. You can actually get it. If you search my profile on Spotify, you get it. So like, if you want to feel sexy, how can I feel sexy today? If you want to feel luxurious, like I want to be able to have enough, massage, uh, enough money to go for a massage every single week. Can you give yourself a foot massage before you go to bed every night? I actually, this is going to sound, I just talked earlier in this call about not being a 1950s housewife. I give my husband a foot massage every night before bed. Ooh, I know that sounds really anti-feminist, but I do, mainly because his feet have like scratched up a few of my sheets to the point where there's been holes in them. And I've had to return them to Sheridan and be like, this didn't last very long. So like part of it is me like safeguarding myself and my sheets by making sure his feet don't get too crackly. But another part of it is just like appreciating him in this way and making him feel appreciated. But it's like, how can you feel the luxury and feel the feelings that a massage gives you? Like that relaxation, that feeling of pampering yourself. How can I get that today? And this is how your manifestations speed up so much faster. Right? So does that make sense? Have we learned something today? I'm going to go into the homework because I've got a journal prompt for you and I've got an affirmation for you as well. But if anyone has any questions, this is the time. Please use the most of this time over five days because my capacity to run live challenges like this and be in the public space to answer questions is quite limited due to my time. Um, so usually 
you only get the opportunity to ask questions like this for me if you're a part of my elite membership, if you're doing one of my programs like the Overflow Method or Abundant as Fuck, or you're a private client of mine, which is like a thousand dollar a month upwards investment. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. So the homework for today is a journal prompt, which I feel ties really well into the giveaway today, which is the journaling abundance affirmation journal. So I'm giving away one of these to it'll be a random draw, but everyone to get an entry into the draw is anyone who comments. Um, so anyone who shares a photo, a screenshot, a boomerang, something of the call today and tag sexy selfish on Instagram or Facebook. And I will pick a winner and send one of the wealthy and winning journals to, which is very exciting. Um, so the journal prompt for today is where do I currently experience abundance in my life and business? And how can I cultivate more abundance and gratitude? So what makes you feel abundant in your business? What makes you feel grateful? What makes you feel pleasure? And then like, let's lean into that more. Let's lean into that so much more, right? Because it's often like, oh, I feel so abundant when I get a blow dry. And then we do more of this work. And they're like, I actually feel so abundant when I'm driving in my car by myself. I've got my music on, not the Moana soundtrack. I've got a coffee and I'm going to the blow. Like the going to the blow dry is actually my most abundant feeling. Not actually getting the blow dry. And it's like, okay, so where can I incorporate more of those little drives in my life where I'm not a mum, I'm not a wife, and I'm not a daughter, I'm not a sister, and I'm not a business owner. I'm just me in my car with my music and my coffee. How can you get that more in? So the journal prompt, where do I currently experience abundance in my life and business? How do I cultivate more abundance and gratitude? Now, this will be emailed out in the replay as well. If you want to make sure you get all the replay emails with all the links uh, and all the bonuses around this work, because there's meditations and extra things that go with this challenge. Um, there's a link in my bio on my website. <laughs> I'm so glad you aren't pausing between blow and dry. <laughs> Love when your best friend comments um, dirty innuendos on your chat because we all know I love I love um, to do to give blow jobs. <laughs> so blow dry. Oh, that was a blow dry example. I was putting that in context for someone else. <laughs> we all know my stress relief is blow jobs. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, if you want the replay, the link is in my bio. Make sure you're part of the the replay list. That way, you'll get these all emailed to you with the extra bonuses, homework, affirmations, meditations, that type of stuff. Okay, the affirmation for today. I'm gonna get my head out the gutter. Um, <laughs> let's close our eyes and take a deep breath and drop in for the affirmation today. Okay. I am grateful for the abundance in my life. I attract even more abundance with every day. Grateful for all the abundance in my life and I attract even more abundance every single day. That's your mantra, affirmation, positive vibe for today. Amazing guys, so I'm gonna jump off. I will see you back here at 10 o'clock tomorrow for day four which is going to be amazing. And once again, if you do want to go into the draw to win my new journal, which some stores are selling for over $160, some are selling for hundred. I'm not really sure. I guess the value changes in what they see in every time. Um, but yeah, I'll be giving one of those away free to, and to go into the draw, all you have to do is share a story, screenshot, video, tag sexy selfish on Facebook or Instagram, and you'll immediately get into the draw for that. We've already given away three days of private boxer coaching and an abundant as fuck card deck as well. So 
yeah, it's been fun. All right. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I will see you back here tomorrow for more money mindset goodness. Bye.